0: Oh, I love this Christmas. Oh wait, I don't i I can't believe I almost forgot this. Hold on. I came prepared.
1: Yeah, yes. Uh I surprising ha- no one.
0: Yeah, I knew you weren't going to uh decorate in here. Uh <laughs> but- probably because you don't want your dog to eat your christmas tree and eat, and she would. She would. She would. A delicious enormous weird chew toy.
1: You ever had uh I forget the type of tree that it is, but you can chew the needles and they sort of taste like citrus? My parents got that tree a couple years when I was a kid.
0: That's cool. Well, this one you definitely shouldn't eat. <laughs> no, no. It's a nice little light up tree. We'll put a picture on our Instagram. It so is many quite damn cool books Instagram.
1: That it it does respond to sound in a very neat Way.
0: yeah it's sort of surprising yeah so many so
1: many so many damn books It was the episode before christmas and all through the studio not a sound could be heard not even susudio you know uh, the phil collins song
0: yeah oh you're rhyming studio it's one of the, susudio. yeah. susudio
1: come on it's great is it great though well
0: <laughs> i think the velvet sledgehammer is going to your head
1: like a sledgehammer mm-hmm. wrapped in velvet.
0: That's exactly that's the point. So this is basically that I want to tell talk about the cocktail, of course. Of course. I have a family recipe for it's essentially eggnog, um, but but don't let
1: that frighten you, listeners. I am one of those people who's like eggnog. Bleh!
0: Mm. This does not taste like eggnog no. from a store. It's much lighter. And the reason is, is when you take your eggs, you separate them and whip your egg whites with a little bit of baking soda. Oh. And it, and then you fold that into the um, egg yolk and sugar mixture. Huh. And then it's rum and brandy. Uh, taste the brandy. And it's uh, delicious. It tastes like melted ice cream, this thing.
1: It does. I want to have it down an ice luge.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, if you can find sure. an ice luge.
1: College listeners, get on it.
0: Yeah. Uh so that's the Velvet Sledgehammer. Yum. Yum. Okay, so let's do what would
1: you buy. Uh yeah. What do what you what you buy? And I bought w- gifts. That pause is because I ha- we had to get up and get off mic to get our Gifts for one another. You go first. Okay. It's a it's in two parts, but it's wrapped together.
0: Okay. And I'll explain as I go here. Yes. It's got a nice tag on it. It says Merry Christmas to you.
1: We'll see we'll see which thing you get to first. Cause that'll determine how I explain it. Okay, so this
0: I wasn't sure if you had this or not, but I saw it and I couldn't resist. Oh, Clarkson Potter. This is the mini bar, 100 Essential Cocktail Recipes.
1: So I've been thinking a lot about you and your your cocktailing Mm -hmm. and thinking about like having, you have a a notebook that's dedicated to the show and a notebook that's dedicated to your writing. But I was like, Christopher needs some place to write down cocktail recipes. Oh. And these have little things in the back. I was looking for like a good cocktail notebook. I was having a lot of trouble finding one.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, uh, there. People take stabs at different types of things. Um, Moleskine does one too.
1: Yeah, I looked at that and I was like, ah. yeah,
0: it's almost. I mean, this one is. So these are. This is eight little books, um, full of and each one the little book um is based on a spirit. So there's champagne and rum and ooh sherry. That'll be an interesting one. Uh-huh. I haven't played with sherry much at all but um
1: oh and in the back of each there's space to write down your own recipes
0: oh hey and the art kind of looks like um kind of looks like uh, so many damn books cocktail art yeah this is really cool yeah thank you man yeah man this is awesome okay so there's the, another part
1: the other half keeps in the theme and it's where i started Longtime listeners will remember that last year i was like okay i'm oh. done getting you christmas books
0: <laughs> These are incredible. <laughs> uh, they're they're little Christmas ghost stories: the Red Lodge, the Toll House, and the Green Room. And they go all say the author's name, and then underneath a ghost story for Christmas. Uh,
1: the illustrations are by Seth. Oh, cool! Um, but so I I saw one of them at Strand, literally a year ago, mm. right after Christmas. I was in there, and I was like, ooh. And then I've been waiting and trying to find one. I found one at McNally, I found another at Strand. They're tough to find online, not through Amazon. Mm-hmm. So I had dedicated. I was like, I'm just going to try to find as many as I can over the course of the year. Um, there are a couple. That, there's a Dickens one
0: that I couldn't find. These are they're so beautiful.
1: Yeah, they're just like cool little, and it, it you know it feels, it feels in the spirit of uh, Christmas spooky. Apparently, it used to be a thing. Yeah, yeah. Spooky stories at Christmas.
0: I mean, there's even some. <sighs> I think it's in um it's the most wonderful time of the year, the Andy Williams song. Mm-hmm. They talk about like we'll scary ghost stories. We'll tell scary ghost stories. Like yeah. Christmas is long long ago. Well, there you go. Thank you so much. These are incredible. I'm very excited. Yeah, man. All right. Yours is wrapped in uh
1: in excellent peanuts wrapping paper. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Cool. Thank you, man. It's, um, the, the Modaran or Modaran or I think it's Moderan.
0: Uh-huh. I think it's Moderan as well.
1: Um, David R. Bunch's collection of, of
0: tales. I guess. Yeah. He's the science fiction writer that set all of his little stories in the same weird mm-hmm. impossible. It's almost like proto Stephen King Derry. There was Moderan.
1: Yeah. They, uh. Originally
0: published in science fiction magazines in the 60s and 70s. And they were really hard to find, but New York Books put it out as a, c- collected them all finally, mm-hmm. with an awesome introduction by your man, Jeff Vandermeer.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, I can't wait I was, to read. I've been looking at this for a while.
0: I was worried you already had it,
1: but I'm glad you don't. <laughs> Thanks, man.
0: Christmas. This is
1: gonna be. This is. I'm gonna sit by the Christmas tree at my parents' house and just dive into that.
0: Chewing on their tree. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should talk about. We're going to um all of all the Patreon money that we are uh, receiving this uh, month of December, which will be paid out in January. We're gonna give that all away.
1: Yeah. We it's the giving season.
0: It is. And we're really excited for um you know, we've had a lot of great stuff happen with the show this year. Hitting um episode hundred was really mm-hmm. exciting. We had some incredible guests that we've been dreaming of having on the show from the very beginning happen this year.
1: And of course joining our joining our new family at Lit Hub.
0: Yes. And so we're we just uh we feel our, our cup spilleth over.
1: Yeah. And one of the other things we should say that prompted this idea is that um, this organization, the Brink Literacy Project, reached out to us mm-hmm. um, and sent us copies of their most the two most recent issues of their literary magazine, the Friction literary magazine.
0: And that's fiction with an R sort of parenthesesed in. And it's um, I mean, I, other people are probably feeling the loss of um, print. Tin House, as as we are, if you're missing, uh, that's getting a print, although they're going to continue online for Tin House. Yes, which is wonderful. Um, Friction seems like a great place that's still putting out a very beautiful magazine.
1: Very beautiful, really well designed, and each issue is themed differently, but as as we were looking into them and learning a little bit more about them, um, they also do... Some really incredible work. They are devoted to utilizing the power of storytelling to positively affect the lives of people on the brink. Through education, community, and publishing divisions, our nonprofit works worldwide to foster a love of literature, increase literacy rates, and use storytelling to empower underserved communities. And so we were like, yeah. Yeah. So
0: we're going to give a third of what we get in December to them. Um, and then another third is going to, we're going to send to, um, this project books through bars, which is a, um, a nonprofit organization devoted to getting, uh, books to prisoners in seven States where they're allowed. And this, um, this service was actually really contested this year in three of the States. Um, people tried to stop this happening and I don't know. I think that books are a part of rehabilitation and an important part.
1: Absolutely. And, um, the, Here in New York, there have been a number of various issues around um, the prison industrial complex and ways to try to combat it. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that pops up most frequently is books and storytelling and access to learning.
0: So we are very happy to also give a third of what we get this December to them.
1: And the final third, um, speaking of Jeff Vandermeer, Mm -hmm. there's an organization called the Octavia project here in Brooklyn um and they work with young women uh transgender nonconforming and questioning youth to they, they bring them together to, quote, muse on alternate histories and possible futures with award-winning authors, stretch their minds by coding interactive games based on their own stories, and attending interactive lectures in city planning, cellular biology, and more. Wow. They use, they use a science fiction curriculum to inspire specifically young women mm. um, or, or gender nonconforming individuals to envision for themselves a more inclusive future wow and it's i mean it feels like the best use of science fiction Mm -hmm. but they're they're a really cool group um i've worked with them a couple of times in small ways and it's just like it's it's cool to help the people in your backyard too
0: absolutely so that um you know join us in giving to them or some local
1: yeah, there are so many places. I mean, I'm sure everybody's being deluged with the end of year campaigns. Yes. But electric literature has a great anti capitalist giving guide.
0: Yeah, there's a and you know, the, it just do a little bit of research in your hometown. I'm sure you can find something if you'd like to give this season.
1: Yeah. It's nice. It is it nice. It fills your heart with warmth.
0: uh speaking of more giving oh yes do you have some gift ideas to for the last minute gifts t- t- for the people well sure we w- we were we were talking before we got on air about like what are what are just
1: cool looking books to give to people it's always fun you can give anybody a book mm-hmm. and it's always a great gift especially if it's a book that they want or a book that you think they'll love but when you can go that extra mile
0: yeah yeah yeah, actually, this um the mini bar this hundred essential cocktail recipes is, is so gorgeous. Like this is the exact type of thing. It's like this, it's not just a book. It's like a whole little experience. Mm-hmm. Um, of and seriously, it's very well designed. Um, uh, put together by the makers of Punch magazine. It's a great one.
1: And uh, I mean, there's the perennial classic, mm-hmm. the the Penguin cloth bounds designed by Corley Bickford Smith. If you're mm-hmm. gonna give somebody a classic novel. Sure, there's a time and a place for the black bound penguin classics, mm-hmm. or at Christmas you want to do you want to punch it up a little bit, you get one of these beauties.
0: Yeah, they're gorgeous. The with the repeating um, design, I like uh, Anna Karenina. Oh yeah, with the uh, opera glasses. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, the, this new the Ring of the Nibelung with uh, it's blue with like an orange imprint of the
0: Mm, Cool. And, yeah. In that sort of realm, there's also this um, designer. Uh, I think they're called Minolima. Mm, uh, yeah, the, the they are the designers who are behind all of the books in the Harry Potter filmic universe. Oh, cool! So, oh,
1: those are beautiful.
0: Yeah, all this like cool Defense Against the Dark Arts books and stuff. Mm-hmm. So they're they've been, um, you know, plumbing that uh, I don't know copyright free <laughs> classic <laughs> vault, and they've been um, releasing. They did Peter Pan. Which was the one I got, which is very, very beautiful and has fun. So every every few pages, there's some like sort of pop out or a spinning wheel. That's really cool. And they also did uh, Sleeping Beauty, and they've done I think no Beauty and the Beast, uh, and The Little Mermaid. Cool. And so this is it. Looks like this is going to be like another type of cloth bound thing that you can start collecting. Oh yeah, I love that. Each one of these has like a every few pages. There's some delightful little thing.
1: Um, speaking of, of delightful design, I've talked about these folks on the show a couple of times, but Hingston and Olson, mm-hmm. a small publisher out of Canada, they do the short story advent calendar every year, which I've been reading religiously. Mm-hmm. Um, but they also do the ghost box, which we've talked about on this show that's guest edited by Patton Oswalt. Mm-hmm. And it's just, they they source short stories and, and do them in a little folio binding. Mm-hmm. Um, but just beautiful design each year it's a new refresh of the design and the way that the box fits together and the way that the folios slip out of the thing Mm. um at this point probably a little late to get somebody this year's advent calendar but the nice thing about it it's just december 1st through 25th yeah so
0: there's always another year yeah that's cool um there's also the um i i i wanted to say one story magazine oh yeah because they do a nice i think it's only 15 bucks for a year which is much cheaper than their usual subscription um and that is a fun those are it's they're the The ghost box story looks very much like the Mm -hmm. and that's it's literally one story it's a literary magazine but it's one story and it comes every three weeks it's every three weeks Uh that's great yeah, so it's a, and it's just a little thing to slip into your backpack or your purse or whatever. And
1: mm-hmm. Subscriptions are fun. They I like, are. I like a good subscription box. Um, Powell's indispensable. Always a great go-to. Mm-hmm. They send you a first, a signed first edition in a special slipcase, and they usually throw a bunch of other cool stuff in there, whether it's other books or several of the coasters that we've been drinking on for years, um. dish towels, chocolate, <laughs> beautiful. <laughs>
0: uh if you're going to buy a picture book i've recently become incredibly charmed uh by this book uh peggy a brave chicken on a big adventure <laughs> um, by <laughs> it anna, sounds great by anna walker and it's about a chicken that um bounces on a trampoline and ends up like leaving her nice backyard for the big city oh and it's a really beautiful very end up uh, um i gave it to my sister's kids last year I think and it has become a very requested book in their household nice so um it's a hit so nice work buy it for the buy it for your i don't know nieces and nephews uncles and aunts <laughs> out there and uh, yeah yeah tell you us know, you know let us know what uh, we we love this season or i especially love this season so if you're um you're gifting books or or you're opening fun ones we love to see them um, yeah. Tag us on, on social media. Uh, you, you know the thing. And uh, we we love to see your holiday book hauls in front of your beautiful Christmas trees.
1: Festivus poles. Menorahs. Really anything.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. We love to see your book hauls even when it's not the holidays. That's true. I mean, that's mostly what our Instagram is. <laughs> it's book hauls. Oh, gosh, Drew. Another year. Another year. We'll be back in January.
1: We will with our best of 2018. Yeah. Because I don't know about everybody else. I still have, I have a stack of books right here. Several of which were published in 2018. Yeah. That I plan to read before the end of the year. So. Same.
0: Same. I'm actually going to get some TOB reading done. Ooh, yeah. Because I, a terrible I have A Terrible Country and um, by Keith Gessen and uh, the Tom Rockman um Italian teacher. Mm -hmm. I already had those, and uh, those are right on deck for me. Oh yeah,
1: we should say, long-time listeners of the show who maybe don't follow the morning news
0: online, the Tournament of Books shortlist is is out. out. Yeah, surprising everybody. Usually comes out in January. You guys, we are spoiled this year. We uh, always ask for it to come up before Christmas. I know,
1: and then when it does, and everyone just panics. (laughs) It's just like, wait, I've already given people my Christmas list. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I've got eight of them on my to-read shelf. Nice. So I think, yeah, a bunch of those.
0: I'm Yeah, this is one of the biggest reading seasons of the year. I think it's so crazy that people put out their lists. But, you know, whatever. <music> and you can always uh, review us on iTunes if you want to take some of this extra holiday time to do something nice for us. We really appreciate those... Written five-star reviews.
1: You can subscribe to our Patreon, so uh, patreon.com slash smdb. And, and
0: anything you give this month, if you want to up it or whatever, uh, is going out to those charities that we mentioned and nonprofits.
1: And uh, you can tweet at us and email us and Instagram us. and
0: All the ways. And we'd love to hear from you.
1: All right, man. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. See you in... Uh...
0: 2019.
1: 2019.
0: 2019. 2019. The future. The future.